Hey everybody, my name is Matt Summerfield and I'm the senior leader of Zio Church and I'm here to share with you the second of the four Zio values that describe our God-given priorities when it comes to the culture of Zio. Last time I spoke about our number one value and priority, closeness with Christ. Our greatest passion above all else is to know him, to worship him and to become like him. Our second value and priority is this, in this together, we are members of God's eternal family where everyone is known, loved, valued, and needed. Life is often messy, the struggles are real, and we don't have all the answers. So we support and cheer each other on in the journey, committing to humility, compassion, and kindness together. So important. It was the 18th century preacher John Wesley who once said this, the Bible knows nothing of solitary religion. We're never supposed to follow Christ by ourselves. In fact, the Apostle Paul reminds us in Ephesians 1 verse 5 that when we become followers of Jesus, we are joyfully adopted by Father God through Jesus Christ into a family, the family of God. We are beloved sons and daughters of God drawn into the divine family, which is God the Father, Son, and Spirit, and we become brothers and sisters to each other. Yes, that's right, folks. I am your brother if you're a follower of Jesus. I'm your brother in Christ. We are God's family. That's what the church is. It's not a building or a service or a meeting. The church is the family of God on the mission of God. All of us are needed. We all have a part to play. And the family of God simply won't function well if we take a back seat. We were created for relationship with God and each other, which takes us right back to the creation story in Genesis. In Genesis 1 and 2, we're reminded that the world is intentionally, wonderfully, and lovingly created by God, and it is good. But in Genesis 2.18, we read, we read the first thing that is not good in the Bible. God says, it's not good that Adam is alone. Now, we might argue, but Adam is not alone. He's got you, God. What more could Adam need but God in his life? But God knows that Adam needs human companionship as well as divine companionship. It's both and, not either or. So God says that he will create a helper for Adam. And the word helper is the Hebrew word ezer. And it means someone who comes alongside you to help you, support you, encourage you, challenge you, comfort you, strengthen you, to love you. Eve would be this for Adam. Adam would be this for Eve. And God would be this for them both. We've all been created for both divine and human companionship. Never to walk the journey of life alone, but with Jesus and with each other. Jesus himself models this to us when he stepped into human history 2,000 years ago to save us. Jesus is God-made human, the visible image of the invisible God. You would have thought he would have just got on with it by himself. Like, why draw in damaged, sinful human beings? And yet, in Mark chapter 3, verses 13 to 19, we read how Jesus picks his team, a team of 12 disciples who will journey with him in the highs and lows of his ministry, who will learn from him and continue his mission once he's returned to heaven. 
And that's exactly what happens. Forty days after his death and resurrection, Jesus returns to heaven. And 10 days later, he sends the Holy Spirit to fill all of his followers and give them power to take his message to the whole world. We read about this in Acts chapter 2. And at the end of Acts 2, we read how these followers become the early church. They've seen the example of Jesus and they're committed to be in this together. They meet together regularly. They learn together. They're friends together. They eat together, break bread together, pray together. They operate in the supernatural together. They serve together, worship together, and they see their community transformed together. A daily lifestyle of closeness with Christ and being in this together. And why is this so important? Because life is full of highs and lows and everything in between. Mountaintop experiences and valley moments. Extraordinary success and devastating failure. Wonderful miracles and bewildering mysteries. The joys of life and the agony of death. Life is messy. The struggles are real. So please, let's be honest about that. We don't have all the answers, and trite superficial answers don't comfort anybody. And if we're more committed to win an argument than win a relationship, then we might have got our priorities wrong. If we think we're right and have nothing to learn, then we're no longer disciples of Jesus, because the Greek word for disciple literally means a learner. There are always new things to learn and maybe some old things that need to be unlearned. That's why we walk humbly before God with each other, with hearts full of compassion and kindness, because we recognize that everyone has a story. Everyone has been shaped by their life experiences. Everyone is fragile, so we handle with care. We're quick to love and listen and we are slow to judge and grow. And as we grow in the beauty of trusting each other, we discover that the love we have for one another is safe enough to admit our failures. Jesus' stepbrother James wrote these words in James 5 verse 16. Confess your sins to each other and pray for each other so that you could be healed. Following Jesus, closeness with Christ, we're in this together, pursuing and discovering Jesus together and his life of healing and wholeness. This is why we gather and connect in small huddles to larger Zio celebrations to remind ourselves that we are not alone and we navigate life together. A number of years ago, some research was performed to determine what had been the most effective methods used by enemies to break the spirit of former prisoners of war. The results showed that whilst torture and physical deprivation were damaging, it was solitary confinement that was the quickest approach to breaking the human spirit. Isolation becomes devastating over time. But where there was a strong sense of friendship and community amongst these war prisoners, they were far more likely to endure. Friends, we do have an enemy, Satan, and one of his primary approaches in this battle of life is to isolate us, to keep us away from God and away from each other. Let's not listen to his lies and fall for his deceptions. We are in this together, following Jesus becoming like him, living, learning, and loving together. It is what we were created for. Let us not settle for anything less. So what's God saying to you in this message? 
What small step will you take this week to be in this together with other Christians? And who would you be bold enough to share that with? Let me pray for us as I close. Lord, we thank you that as well as a wonderful life-giving relationship with you, that you created us for a life-giving relationship with each other. And Lord, we do understand that we are all fragile and broken and beautiful and stunning, all of the mess of our lives. And so we come to each other with humility and compassion and kindness to want to be good news to each other as we go on this journey through life with Jesus together. Help us love. Help us to be kind. Help us to be good news to each other for the sake of the whole world. In Jesus' name, amen.